Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Smoke Dog, go ahead, my man. What, what? You're living in Vancouver now, and they want me to wish you happy Chinooka. Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka... <laughs> Because they said so. All right. I think there's only a couple nights left at Chinooka. But anyway, I, I just want to say happy Chinooka to all of you from me and Smokey Robinson and the whole gang. Don Huffines is stopping by today from the Huffines Liberty Institute. We're going to take a look at the issues in Austin, Texas involving school choice, high taxes, crime. I mean, it is getting into the new year here. You've been told over and over again you can't have school choice and have lower taxes. That's a lie. The reason that people are telling you that is because we have bad Republicans in the state. And coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk about what we can do about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about how maybe America is a little too involved in war in this world. I hope you guys would agree with that. The Illinois cashless bail system, just as awesome as you think it is. And a fun report today from Jordan Boyd on the 10 naughty bureaucrats, brands, and buffoons of 2023 who all deserve some coal in their stocking. But before we get to any of that, I guess the perfect place to start today's show is with what I consider to be the most discussed topic of the morning, and it is shameful how ridiculous this is. Do y'all remember, you hear the sound of that tap dancing in the background? That's Dr. Jill Biden's very secular Christmas holiday video that she did. She decorated the White House for Christmas, and she, I guess she got some equitable, diverse, LGBTQ dance squad to come to the White House and do a very secular Christmas performance, performing the Nutcracker. It didn't really look anything like the Nut. There's a Nutcracker in the video, but mostly it's just men in drag. And it's very diverse, by which I mean it's mostly black people. And that's important to the to the Democrats. It's very important to them. Uh, men with nose rings, that kind of thing. You know, the stuff you think about when you think of Christmas. Now, I'm so old. How old are you? Thank you. I'm so old. I can remember back... When Donald Trump was president, and remember Melania Trump decorated the White House in kind of a highbrow manner, very upscale, sort of the way a rich person would decorate for for Christmas, and people were furious about that. They were pissed. They were so mad. There's a lot of reports today about this video that Dr. Joe Biden just posted, and because of what, because I get paid so much, I watched the whole video. You don't have to, and you shouldn't. I'm happy to watch it so you don't have to watch it. I'm a very generous man. If you're wondering what it's like, it's kind of like taking LSD and watching a Pink Floyd concert during Christmas time. Just a weird thing. And it never ends. It keeps going and going and going. And there's a man with flowers on his head. The whole thing is it's fruity and bizarre. And 
This is nothing to do with Christ, Christmas or Christians or anything like that. The timer on the video says it's uh, one, 144 seconds long. I don't believe that. I believe it's nine hours long. I watched this thing. It took a very long time to watch it. And Dr. Jill Biden, the oh, yeah, I'm sorry, the very important Dr. Jill Biden, she left a note on the video, and it says, quote, a bit of magic, wonder, and joy brought to you by the talented tappers of Durant's Dance, performing their playful interpretation of the Nutcracker Suite, Enjoy. Now, here's why that confused me. I was wondering, what's Durant's Dance? I looked up their website, and apparently they're affiliated with a... There's a whole thing on their website about checking your white privilege. It's that kind of a thing. I mean, yeah, it's a performance arts troupe, but they want to make sure you know that you're horrible because you're white, assuming you are white. I don't know what color you are. And it's just a strange, gross video. And you really got to wonder how much of our tax money was wasted on producing this abomination. And I'm sure it was in the millions of dollars. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's possible private donors used this as an opportunity to wash their sex trafficking money. There's really no way to know. But it's still gross. And the dancers, and I, you know, we use that term very loosely here, they're not really celebrating Christmas. They're just kind of, as, as it was put by so many of it's like they're just celebrating themselves. They look smug. They don't look very talented. They're very proud of themselves. Well, of course they are. They're at the White House for crying out loud. There's nothing humble about it. Certainly nothing Christian about it. A lot of people have compared this video, if you have not seen it yet, to... The Hunger Games capital city. And there's really, there's no better explanation for it than that. Some Christians have pointed out how this video probably upsets God. I'm not even going there. Yeah, I guess I did bring it up. But, <laughs> okay, we don't know what upsets God, but it has nothing to do with Christmas. It looks an awful lot like an Illuminati Christmas party. But don't be shocked by this. That is what Durant's dance seems to value. Listen to this. This is on their website. It says, quote, for those who are investigating or have questions about white privilege, systemic racism, white fragility or anti-racism, anti-racism for beginners dot com answers all your basic questions in a very straightforward way. That's the message of this dance trip. And then there's links on the website to anti-racism books, anti-racism movies, because obviously after you've seen these people dance, what you're going to want to do is learn to fight racism. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure we're all thinking the same thing right now. Vote. vote. This is what mail-in ballots did to us, you guys. This is what. And what they took away from us was Melania Trump unveiling her beautiful White House. I miss Melania. Some people have pointed out it's very homoerotic. And maybe homoeroticism and Christmas aren't supposed to inter, you know, in, intertwine. That's for you to decide. I will tell you this. Were I to decorate the White House, you know what I would do? Uh, I would impeach the president and put up a crucifix in the living room. I know, I'm not, that wasn't very much fun to say that, was it? But it felt good. If you can hear my voice, you're still above ground, alive, and listening to Kenny Webster on KPRC 950. Plus, you don't smell like a dead person. I love Christmas. It's the end of the year. It's an important time to stop and think about where you've been. 
What did Ferris Bueller say? If we don't stop and look around once in a while, you might miss this whole crazy wildlife ride that we call life. I, I'm paraphrasing here. I don't think I quite got that quote right, but the sentiment was there. You get it. At the end of the year, we look back at some of the things we did in our community, maybe at our church, in our businesses, and of course in government, and we ask ourselves, did we do that right? I got to think as we look back on how this year went, there's a few things we could have done a hell of a lot better. Maybe that's not the right choice of words. Heck of a lot better here in, in Texas. I just looked at a report. It said the Ken Paxton impeachment trial cost the taxpayers upwards of $4 million. Well, that was a big fat waste of money, wasn't it? What'd you get out of that? Not much. And then at the end of the year here, we had our last special session, congressional legislative session in the state of Texas. And we were supposed to get some school choice. We didn't get that, did we? Didn't get it. Out. If you're an advocate for smaller government, if you're an advocate for liberty, you are probably very disappointed with how that went. I was kind of amazed to learn. I didn't realize this till the Houston mayoral election came and went. Apparently, back 10, 15 years ago, a lot of black Democrats, including Sheila Jackson Lee, were advocates for the school choice movement. What changed? Well, the teachers' unions got to them. I think that's what changed. It's a shame, isn't it? But now that this last session's come and gone and we're getting into our next election cycle, there's going to be a lot of talk about school choice. There were a lot of politicians in this state who voted against school choice, even though their constituents probably did not agree with them on that issue. And a very common argument that they would make is, well, we can't have school choice. That would mean higher taxes. So a really good question, a really interesting question that was answered in a report published just today by the Huffines Liberty Institute up in Dallas, Fort Worth, is this. School choice and lower taxes. Why can't we have both? Why can't we have both, Don Huffines of the Huffines Liberty Foundation? Hey, Kenny, it's always good to be on your show. And we can have both. Of course we can. It just takes uh, the willpower and fiscal discipline. You, you know, I think one of the big issues is that the average Texan, and most Texans in general, we just don't have the time to really dig into the details. We just read the headlines that we catch now and again that the bill didn't pass or there's a bill pending and and it didn't it's going to make it or not make it through and but the the devil's always in these details and the bill that that the legislature is working on in the last special session there was a senate version and a house version and they both uh called for massive increases in government school funding uh, the House bill was a $36 billion increase in more funding for government schools over the next five, four to five years, and about $13 billion for, uh, for school choice or, or education freedom. And the, and the Senate bill, was, it was even less for education freedom. It had to be renewed every year for school choice. So neither bill was any good. That's the point. And neither bill... Uh, treated the taxpayers fairly, and they were all very misleading. Uh, but we we need to have a standalone bill with a lot of clarity, and uh, we need to get the government out of the way and put competition back into the school system. Boy, you said it, and it, the competition is great for the parents. It's obviously great for the students. It's good for the teachers, despite what the teachers' unions have probably told them. 
It's like, look, when when is competition not good for the employee? It's always good for the employee. I wonder, though, Don, if we did cut something from our state budget. I mean, when you 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 are pretty good at looking at the waste in this state. What's something you think we need to spend less on? Well, the two things we spend the most money on in Texas, which is about 75% of all the money we spend in our general revenue budget, and that's health and human services and education. Education's number one. I mean, it, it's it's uh, far and away the, the thing that we spend the most money on. And if you really want to save money and cut cut spending, you got to look where you're spending, and that's health and human services and education. Uh, so you you can't cut the budget till you look at that, and and we're talking about billions and billions of dollars. It's about uh, oh seventy, it's about sixty five billion on about up to seventy billion now on the government school system. And right. So it's there's a lot of room in there. I'm going to climb out on a limb and guess that the, a lot of the money we're wasting on health and human services is because of our immigration crisis. Of course. And the same, really, for education. You know, we've talked about this, and most people don't really realize that how many illegals are in the school system in the state of Texas. And it's several billion. Our our foundation is we we think and estimated it's about six billion a year, which I think those numbers are really accurate of what Texas taxpayers spend annually to educate children that aren't supposed to be here. And really, what what's the big issue with this is that. This is a burden that falls just on Texans, and it doesn't fall on all the other states that don't aren't border states. I mean, they're not spending that kind of money uh, in Connecticut and and New Hampshire that we're having to spend here because we're a border state and we're suffering because of the federal government's open border policies, and and we have been for decades. And so, if the government wants them educated, the federal government wants them educated. At least they could pay for it. All right, so this seems like a no-brainer. Look, I'm an advocate for states' rights. I know you're an advocate for states' rights, Don. Is is the federal government going to get in the way if Texas came up with a reasonable, logical plan to pass a bill that would prevent us from bleeding away money on education and health care costs for migrants that aren't supposed to be here? I don't uh, I don't think the federal government's uh, going to get anything done. I think it's a broken system in Washington and I just don't see it getting any better. I just don't. I think the solution lies with the state of Texas, and we're sovereign, and it was set up to be that way. The states created the federal government. I know we signed the Constitution, uh, but this, all the power rests with the state legislature, and we have to push back. We, we've got to use the Constitution. It was originally designed and written uh, to, to show the rest of the country that we are sovereign and Texas has the ability. We are, we stand alone in the potential power that we have. Uh, everybody looks to Texas. I mean, that's why we have so much pride in Texas. We were our own country. We fought our own revolution. And, and where is that spirit? Where's the spirit of Texas and being a Texan and not asking permission from the federal government to secure our own border, not asking permission to stop educating kids that aren't supposed to be here and, and taking control of the situation. And, and, uh, and we can do that. We just have to have courageous leadership. All right. The term anchor baby used to be thrown around a lot to refer, usually implies unauthorized migrants, unauthorized illegal immigrant parents using citizenship status of birthright, birthright citizenship to get 
citizenship for their baby, basically. Vivek Ramaswamy has made this point more than once in presidential debates. We need to end birthright citizenship. I know people from the Trump administration and the Trump campaign have signaled support for ending birthright citizenship. As a state, can we do anything about that? That's got to happen on a federal level, right? Well, it really it really does. It certainly would be the most comprehensive settlement on it is to handle it at a federal level level, but we can't we can't wait for that anymore. Uh, we have a new white paper of Huffines Liberty Foundation coming out on birthright citizenship and the history on it, and a lot of it involves around the fourteenth amendment to the US Constitution. But the point is quite simple. There are very few countries in the world that give birthright citizenship and we've got to stop it. And it's and it is the I think the main catalyst and uh, for illegals to to want to come here as and it they we the Texas can do it. There's bills that had been submitted in the state legislature in Texas and Oklahoma and other states that prohibit counties from issuing birth certificates uh, to illegal children to uh, children born to illegals. And they can get a right of birth, but they don't get the citizenship document. I know you're a Trump guy. I am, too. I'm just curious from this. The rest of the batch over here, when you look at Nikki Haley, DeSantis, Vivek and, of course, Krispy Kreme. um, Yeah. What do you think of the four of them? I mean, anybody from that batch of people you'd offer any support for? Vivek seems to be repeating a lot of the things that I hear you saying. Uh, he is. Uh, he, he's uh, he's a big talker. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he, he certainly knows policy too. I, I like him. I like him. But look, I'm 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 for Trump. Uh, I'm, a, I'm I think Trump's going to run away with the nomination. I don't think no one's going to get close to him at all. But I'm not sure that he's going to be on the ballot in every state. And also, just the the, the leftists and the and the big government. You know, they're and all the Democrats, they're going to do anything they can to keep him from winning the presidency. Uh, and But he's going to win the nomination. These are trying times. These are absolutely uncharted waters we're, we're sailing into. And let me tell you, we're, we're going to hit that hurricane real soon where they're going to try to put in jail the Republican nominee for the presidency of the United States of America, and he will be convicted. I'm 100% sure they're going to convict him of some serious charges, serious crimes, and I think they'll either put him in jail or confine him to his house and, uh, you know, for home arrest and and not let him campaign. And so this is, this is very very dangerous for our country i know we're just speculating here but let's say hypothetically that happens don what do you think how do you think the general public reacts to that news what do you think happens in this country you know kenny i've i've gone through that in my brain a bunch of times trying to uh really uh chess play chess on that and see what really what the moves we can make but i think the republicans need to be ready and we need to be prepared and not get caught short-sighted about what's coming and what what level the left is willing to go to. There's nothing they really won't do. You got to remember, they think of humans as parasites to the earth, and the earth is their god. That's it. And so, I mean, that's what they think. So right. they it, what it, they don't care how many humans, how many Americans uh, die or what happens to us. They care about being in power. And making sure Trump isn't in power. 
And there's nothing that's not on the table for them. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I just think that's true. It's scary to think the World Economic Forum, members of the World Economic Forum, have si- signaled support for um, mass depopulation to take the world population from eight eight billion down to five hundred million. And so, I mean, these are globalists, Don. It's scary stuff to think about. But I, I'm, I mean, I when I think about the thought of Trump getting arrested and jailed and imprisoned while running for president, look, our, our side generally doesn't riot. You, you look at the year 2020 and you compare it to whatever they say happened on January 6th, and these two things just don't hold weight next to each other. 2020 was a year filled with less leftist violence. And and say whatever you want about January 6th, it was nothing compared to people rioting in every major city for several months across the country in the name of leftist politics. But if they lock up Trump, if they imprison him, and I am not calling for violence, I am a pacifist, I am anti-war, I am pro-God, you know, I'm, I, I, I would discourage people from doing that. But Don, it's hard to imagine there wouldn't be a lot of political violence in this country. I mean, it, the thought of it terrifies me. Uh, me too. I'm all I'm you know, I'm against war like you and people don't understand the horrors of war, but evil is real. Uh, And you've got to make sure that we're not falling right into the trap they want us to fall into. You know, they they want us to they're just waiting and egging us all on and poking and poking the bear until the bear's going to strike back. And at that point, uh, that might be what they really want. Is then they can use the military and and all the acronyms, the ATF, DEA, FBI, and all those guys to come after everybody and put the real fear of prison and death in, in, in all the patriots. So um, they might not be able to hold the tide back, but uh, we just got to be careful and really think about what what our next moves are it's scary to think that there could be a war over the next year here in south america i mean there already is a war between well you probably heard about this before there's uh, militants battling against the colombian government in central america and apparently that's been going on for a while but now the the news from earlier this month is that venezuelan government wants to invade guyana in an effort to get oil and gas now that hasn't happened yet apparently they had a vote there it went pretty poorly but we may have violence here in this half of the world and we have violence happening in Europe right now. Leftists in our government are calling for a ceasefire in Israel and Gaza, but but Hamas is still launching rockets. I'm calling for a ceasefire too, but I'd like to see one in Ukraine. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that situation. The possibility of three wars happening at the same time next year and America being involved in all of them, Don. Well, you kind of, wonder why that would be and it's because america has had the most uh, upside down foreign policy positions for a long long time and that is that we just want to intervene everywhere and every in most americans are are naive in in the sense we think our government's the, the best government in the world and we always tell the truth and now americans are waking up to the fact they cannot trust our own government and our government is full of liars and they've always been lying to us most countries do not want the United States involved in their foreign policy or their domestic policy. They want us to stay out of their, out of their stew and quit stirring it. And it's usually whenever we get involved that we have a lot of problems. And with, we just need to mind our own business and move our military back to the United States. We have no threat from other countries. The only threat we have is internal uh, for, this, for the long-term um, security of our country 
our founders knew that the biggest threat to our government is is their own government so uh war is horrible there's nothing more horrible than a war yeah and that's really I, true I, i'm not surprised because look these guys that you know the big military industrial complex they make so much money on all this on, on everything they're doing and then they want one world government one world currency and a digital currency i mean it, and all that's coming yeah, if you look they're at they're not going to give up. If you mm-hmm. look at Palestine right now, it looks like Stalingrad during World War II. I mean, it is terrifying. Donna, hey, before we can't end the conversation on this bleak topic. I'm just curious. I know Christmas is about a week away here, and I'm heading to Colorado this weekend. I'm going to be doing a little bit of skiing. I'm going home to Illinois for a couple days to see mom and dad. I'm going to be spending New Year's Eve in Marfa, Texas. I'm curious what you and yours are doing this year. Oh, this sounds like you got a full, a very busy vacation. That's going to be great. You're going to be all over. Uh, well, where I'm going to uh, be at home for Christmas, and and then New Year's we're going to New Mexico up to Santa Fe. So it'll be uh, with the family. It's going. We've got a good good holidays planned, and and you know Advent's going on right now. So we just all got to trust in in Jesus and and trust in the Lord, and and that everything's going to go to His according to His plan, and and be appreciative to everything we have, and and for and work towards our own salvation. Man, I'm glad you mentioned that because look, I get into Christmas presents, and I you know we all like Santa Claus and stuff like that, but there is a reason for the season. That old cliche expression: God is good. God has a plan for all of us. God has a plan in ukraine it's hard to believe god has a plan in israel it might not seem like it sometimes but he really does you know there this is not our final form don and and there's more to this that we're not supposed to understand everything about this crazy world right now and you got people in the streets of texas calling for ken paxton to be imprisoned because they're mad at some supreme court ruling in texas about a court mandated abortions and it's a crazy time to be alive, my brother, but I, I feel a little bit, I sleep a little better at night knowing our Lord and Savior, our Creator, has a plan for all of us. Yeah, amen to that. No, amen. And and it's uh, this is a great season to be celebrating that and the awareness of it. Yeah. And we're, look, we're all, and just listen to His main commandment, which was to love. Man, and I'm... I, Mm-hmm. I'm glad you say that. Don. We don't talk about religion much on this radio show, but it's funny because I know almost all of our listeners are Christians or Jewish people, and uh, we're wrapping up Hanukkah here this week, so that's pretty cool as well. Hey, man, I wish you have an awesome one. Don, you're a good friend. I, I don't know if we're going to be on the radio again together this year, but I sure hope you come and hang with us next year. Oh, I can't wait, Kenny. It's going to be a great year. could be the best year of our lives. It really could, and it should be because we're uh... – all we are is thoughts, and, and we need to gather those thoughts up and, and really appreciate everything that we have. And happy, happy New Year, and merry, merry Christmas to you and all your listeners. Don Huffines, the Huffines Liberty Foundation. If you've never looked at his website, look, go take a few minutes and just glance at HuffinesLiberty.com. Follow my buddy Don Huffines on social media. You'll be glad you did. Back to more something on Pursuit of Happiness Radio. <laughs> Sing it, Jimmy. Malakaliki Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas Day. All right, a couple of things. Thing number one that I need to tell you before we get to this next segment. Thing numero uno is that tomorrow night at Giant Texas Distillers, we have a free party. It's not sold out. You don't need to pre 
register anything. We were running the wrong commercial on this radio station. We were running a commercial for our comedy show a couple months back, and that was sold out. But tomorrow night's party's not sold out. It's come one, come all. Anybody can come to it. It costs nothing to go. Free for everybody. So just come on out tomorrow night. It's going to be from it's 7 p.m. till question mark. Costs nothing to go. I don't know for sure. Don't hold this against me. I think there's going to be... There will be food. It might be complimentary food. I don't know. That's what they did last time. I actually probably shouldn't make promises on the radio if I don't know what the truth is about that. But I will say this. They have cheap beverages that are delicious and tasty. You will be surrounded by like-minded individuals. It's Kenny Web- It's the Walton and Johnson Show presents Kenny Webster's Big Stupid Christmas Party. And we actually, the ladies from Wheelchairs for Warriors changed the title of the event to Kenny Webster's Big Stupid Ugly Christmas Sweater Party. So if you wear a Christmas sweater, there is a good chance you will win a prize. And the prizes will include some of the cool items they have at Giant Texas Distillers. I don't know for legal reasons if I can describe what we're going to be giving away for free. But just know that if you come out, you'll probably get something At the very least, you'll have a good time. And some of you will go home with cool prizes. And again, it's a free event, but we'll have a little jar at the door if you want to toss a few bucks in for wheelchairs for warriors. They're very grateful for that. It's a very good cause. Remember, you have legs. You can walk. I mean, actually, I don't know if you have legs. I assume a lot of you do. Most of you probably do. Somebody may not out there. And that's who we're doing this event for, the person that did not get a wheelchair from the federal government. People always ask, Kenny, and I know I've talked about this so many times, but I think it still bears repeating. Kenny, why does Wheelchairs for Warriors exist? Doesn't the federal government give these people the wheelchairs that they need? You'd think that the reason that this charity exists is because, unfortunately, there's a need for it. Doesn't that suck? I know. I wish it I wish it wasn't the case. But no, unfortunately, the, there are people that served our country who need wheelchairs and they haven't gotten the wheelchair that they need. That's the whole point. So come hang with us tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Giant Texas Distillers. For those of you that are coming in from out of town, some people ask me, Kenny, where, you know, if we're going to drink, is there a hotel nearby? Yeah, there is. Find any decent hotel downtown in the downtown area. There's lots of hotels in downtown Houston. Find one that's in your budget that looks clean and safe. There are many. And then just take an Uber over to the event. So it's a short drive from the downtown area. Uh, all that being said, if you haven't heard the news, Walden Johnson has an Instagram account. And we just posted this video of some Zoomers having a corporate meeting. It's a bunch of young. Everybody in this video is either a pretty brunette girl or a pretty blonde girl. Most of them are blondes. And I don't know what they do for a living, but they're a bunch of women on a Zoom meeting having a, they're having a meeting about their upcoming trip to St. Lucia. And that's when this happens. Danny, um, I'd asked for you to research some cocoa retreat options for 2024. I noticed a credit card charge for two flights to St. Lucia for December. And I'm just curious of what that is. Oh, I mean, that's just so that we can go and scout before we actually have the retreat and make sure that it's like the vibe and you know, I mean, it looks like the vibe, but how will we know unless we've gone ourselves, you know? Who's we? Um, well, so Anna thought it was a really good idea to come with so that she could get some content and get some B-roll and make it, you know, it's not just like a fun trip. Like we're obviously going to be working and like, yes, it's in the Caribbean, but it's like, we're going to be taking photos and videos and like, 
obviously working. Okay, so you don't see how booking two first class tickets to St. Lucia is a massive waste of company money? I don't know that I would say massive. I mean, it's like, how would we not get first class? I'm just confused. Like, what, how would you fly to St. Lucia? Okay, <laughs> so let's go ahead and schedule a one-on-one um, after this meeting. I don't feel like it's appropriate to kind of dive into this further and what a kind of horrible decision that this was on your part. So let's schedule a one-on-one for later today and um, we can kind of dive into this further. Wow, that is just wonderful. What's your job like? You guys work at a place like that? (laughs) We don't do that at my work. It's just remarkable, isn't it? Hey, if you guys haven't heard... Strange things are afoot in America. We live in a weird world. Uh, I was just reading this report. They put together a list of people at thefederalist.com that some, some, some notable people and organizations from the year 2023 that have all contributed to making America a worse place. And I just want to say, I think all these people deserve a coal in their stocking for the year the year's end. And I'm, I'm sure you guys agree with me. So right now we're going to play our coal in the stocking mu- music. Maestro, if you could just uh, cue that up for me, please. There. Ah, oh, there we go. Beautiful. Can we get, I think a little more jingly. Do we have jingles? Is it? No, that's not the, j- I'm looking for jingles, boy. No, that's a little, what is that? A very techno, Chris? I'm looking for jingles. Is it, is it too much to ask for the jingles? Is that... All right, I'll take it. That's fine. Whatever. Moving along. It's unbelievable. All I wanted was jingle bells. Anyway, it's the year 2023. Some of the worst people in America all getting a coal in their stocking. Jack Smith, special counsel Jack Smith, and his association with the corrupt Department of Justice alone was enough to land him on Santa's bad graces. Smith's on the naughty list because he brought two legally flawed and politically shady cases against President Trump. You know it's true. And while we're on the topic, don't forget about Letitia James. Y'all know Letitia. She's on the naughty list for following through on her campaign promise to sue Trump and his children and the Trump organization for the crime of what? Inflating their assets to get a loan? You know who didn't think they were inflating their assets? The companies, the banks that gave them loans. Isn't it up to the bank to determine whether or not the value of your assets is accurate? By the way, these are the same people that previously said... Trump was under-evaluating his assets. Now he's over-evaluating his assets. And while we're on the topic of bad prosecutors, don't forget about U.S. Attorney David Wise, the special counsel. Department of Justice named him the guy that's supposed to go after Hunter, but he seems to be helping Hunter. And we really can't leave Joe off this list. Joe is not technically someone that has a stocking since his family was publicly shamed for ditching the stocking tradition in an effort to avoid acknowledging the fact that There is a bastard child somewhere in Arkansas. Hunter Biden impregnated her mom. He was, she was a stripper. They met at a strip club in Washington, D.C. But anyway, there's a lot of evidence against Joe, the emails, the texts, the voicemails, the bank records, the receipts, the White House visitors' logs, the photos, the sworn witness testimonies from Biden's business associates. Even still, this morning, I could not turn on the TV and not hear somebody say that the Republicans are moving forward with an impeachment of Joe Biden, even though he didn't commit any crimes. Didn't commit any crimes? Yeah, I mean, okay. He didn't commit any crimes except for all the crimes he committed. I hate to leave on this note. 
Can we, we? There's more people that probably belong on the list. I'm sure there's plenty, guys. Elite universities, the Los Angeles Dodgers, Bud Light, Target, Taylor Swift. But before we go, I'd like to have a little good news. I think good news is a good way to end the show. I love this. There's a pair of Nike Air Jordans worth over $10,000. Now, I know what you're thinking. Kenny, Nike Air Jordans, who cares about that? Hang on. They donated these to the Portland Risk Rescue Mission in Oregon. The money made from the shoes will be used to fund recovery programs to try to get junkies off the streets. I think that's a good effort, don't you? It's a sweet thing, I think. Anyway... There's a little audio of this. Here is Aaron Holcomb of the Portland Rescue Mission talking about it. The shoes it. are such a perfect symbol for what we do at the work, pulling them out of where they may have been overlooked or unserved and really helping them get back on their feet. Yeah, that's kind of cute, isn't it? Look, I support nonprofits. You guys probably do too. And I always encourage you to donate to Wheelchairs for Warriors if you have a few bucks. Once again, tomorrow night, we're having a party for them. So come hang out with us at 7 p.m., at Giant Texas Distillers. We'll see you there. You are listening to the pursuit of happiness radio. Tell the government to kiss your ass when you listen to the show.